0: Welcome to episode 18 of season two of Armchair Donkeys, brought to you by the Believe Network, the number one network for podcast professionals. All I can say about bowl season is that it was a complete whirlwind, Bob. I came out of the gate on fire and then got killed, uh, really uh, two tough losses from both LA schools to close out the season. DTR had two red zone INTs against Pitt. Then he hurt his back and wasn't the same guy in the second half. UCLA then found a way to lose the game on a last-second field goal uh, after scoring the go-ahead TD with 34 seconds left. And then there's USC, complete meltdown up by 15 with four minutes left. And they found a way to finish the game with the Heisman Trophy winner on the sideline and their defense on the field versus Tulane on the final drive and only up six points. Both games were tragic losses that flipped me into the negative to close out this year's bowl season. Uh, And, and then I did what I typically do when I take tough losses is I, I I chase and I chase harder than I would, would would have chased if had I won. And I bet on games that I don't feel as good about, but you know, you, the competitive instincts and you want to try and, and get that loss back as quick as, as you possibly can. And I was heavy on both those games. So now I'm in the negative on the season for the first time uh, this year. How'd you finish, Bob? Uh,
1: right around uh, 50%. You know, we talked earlier. I, I have a hard time betting bowl games just because, you know, we all uh, there's a lot of things out there, right? Who's transferring to the coach there? there are people sitting out for the NFL. So you just never really know what team's going to show up. But, uh, I mean, on some of the games you talked about, I mean, give Tulane credit. I mean – hell US, USC was one game away from being in the playoff and this two-lane team that was two and 11 last year goes and, and beats them in a bowl game I mean that's that's pretty impressive and uh you know I we, we chatted and last week or a couple weeks ago you know I just didn't I was surprised as much as it's fun to watch TCU play and how hard they play I, I was surprised that they won that football game um, yeah. I mean, they dude, those guys are gritty, man. They play hard. Um, they make big plays when it counts. I mean, Michigan gave them some some easy layups, too. But still, that's what that's what winning big games is about. Right. Taking advantage of what's given to you. So um, all in all, I mean, not terrible. Um, it's kind of been a. Not a, that exciting of a year betting, I feel like I've just been trading money back and forth with the with the sports book, But um, I guess that's better than than not getting anything back.
0: Yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm not down big, but I I am in the red, uh, right now. And, you know, there's a little bit of time left and I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from TCU. I had, I had, um, Michigan and, um, Georgia in a money, money line two team parlay, which I, which I think paid just right around even money. And, uh, one thing that I will say that is a little bit disturbing about those games is, and again, I don't want to take anything away from TCU. I think they're gritty. They find a way to keep games close, but the SEC officials, and if you're, if you're thinking like that there's a lot of things that are going on money rise right now in in the big 10 and the SEC are really jockeying for position and the SEC officials had that game. And if you're the SEC, do you want to play Michigan or do you want to play TCU? And they took seven points off the board. And it was a huge momentum swing early in the game. And I mean, Harbaugh, why are you calling a fullback dive? Just sneak the ball and push the guy in for six. So it, it wasn't entirely on that crew, but that was a touchdown. And if that 100%. If you don't take those seven points off the board, that there's a huge momentum swing that doesn't take place. You got a fourteen ten game rather than a fourteen three game, and the entire uh, the entire makeup of the rest of that game changes. So that's a huge call, and and it's unfortunate that when you really uh, unravel the politics of this thing, it's not hard to figure out why that touchdown was taken off the board.
1: Yeah, that 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 call made no sense to me at all. I mean, the guy didn't even have control until he was laying in the end zone. Like yeah, it just. Uh,
0: the only people that thought that wasn't a touchdown were TCU TCU homers. Yeah, and, you're uh, right. Yeah, you know it, it is what it is. Um, well, you know we've got one more college game and uh, and one of the more interesting Week 18 slates in the NFL with a bunch of games that have playoff implications. Why don't you get us started off in Seattle, Bob, where the Rams are uh, getting six points against the Seahawks. The over-under in this game is 41-and-a-half.
1: Yes, Seahawks are fighting for their playoff life this weekend. And, you know, it it, it is interesting when you get down to this last week of the season because some teams are just playing to spoil. Some teams are just trying to stay healthy. Some teams are trying to fight their way into the the playoffs. That being said, this being in Seattle – just the Rams. I mean, who knows who's going to show up? I mean, they've just been all over the place this year with injuries and and whatnot. Um, and I, I I still like the Rams at home. I mean, they're. I mean, the Seahawks at home. Sorry, um, they're in Seattle. They're fighting for their lives. You know, I may buy this down to five and a half or or, or slide it into a teaser, but I I'm I like even just t- buying the hook and getting it down to five and a half um, because. Seahawks are just playing for a hell of a lot more. And uh, the Rams are are just been all, I mean, dealing with injuries, and a lot of other crap, but I mean, they're just not the same team they were last year. So um, with a guy like Pete Carroll running the show there in Seattle, playing at home, fighting for their playoff life. Let me, I'll buy the hook down to five and a half and and roll with the Seahawks.
0: Yeah. Interesting. The scheduling of this game, right? Because this game has, it, it, it says a lot about what, is possible for the Packers Lions game, which is the night game. And this is obviously a afternoon game. Um, you know, if I'm the NFL and I'm writing the storyline this season, I'd love to try and find a way to get the lions in the playoffs. And um, the only way that happens is if the Seahawks lose and the lions win, you know, I think the, the Rams will likely get, You'll see some calls in this game that'll be head scratchers that will probably go in the favor, you know, in, in favor of the Rams. Rams have also been running the ball re- really well. Uh, and the Seahawks run defense is, I mean, they're not very good. So I don't, I don't know that the Rams win the game outright, um, but I like them plus six. And, and you're probably your guts telling you to buy it down. Typically when your guts telling you to buy something down it's because the number is, is usually pretty good for the other team. Although I do agree with you. I think the Seahawks will probably find a way uh, to win this, but I, I love the Rams. I like them plus six and I love them plus 13 in a teaser. I think 13 is way too many in this game. And I think that we're going to see an exciting game that somehow, some way is going to come down to the, to the very end here. Um. All right, let's go to your home state of Indiana, Bob, where the Texans are getting two and a half points in Indy. The over-under in this game is 38. I know what you're thinking. Why are we talking about <laughs> Davis Mills versus Sam Ellinger? And my answer is Bryce Young. And that's all I'm going to say about this game. Give me the Colts on the money line at minus 140, 48 in a parlay with something else that I'll get to later. You got any thoughts on this one, Bob?
1: uh hell um indianapolis is at home Texans has spoiled a lot of a lot of good games this year uh, you know they've had some massive lines that they've even i mean have kept really close so um gosh i think this will be a tight game i don't i don't like betting it at all because this is such a toss-up um with, with these two teams but um so who uh, what's the outcome who gets bryce young if uh
0: Texans are in last place they lose they get the number 1 pick they need okay. a franchise quarterback a loss guarantees that franchise quarterback if they lose or if they win and the bears lose bears have number 1 now bears don't need a quarterback right. but um you know the bears will probably take the the outside linebacker from Alabama whether they have the number 1 or the number 2 pick however <laughs> there are some other great, great defenders in this, in this draft class to where the bears might be able to leverage that one uh, number one pick. Cause there are some other teams out there uh, like a Seattle, like an Indy who could really use uh, a new face of their uh, franchise. So, so I, Bryce is, you know, I mean, this is a guy that's already doing major commercials at the college level. He is yeah. a big time player that, I mean, if, if I'm the GM and I'm, and Levy Smith also, you know, he's tanked before. I mean, he yeah. he, 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 he he's he's openly admitted to tanking in 2014. Um, I think with uh, Tampa for the number one pick. So yeah. uh, it's not like he it's not something that he hasn't done before. And but at the same time, it, it's interesting because the Texans are playing a division rival. Dude, I mean, you, what happens in this game if you've got two teams that are trying to? You just, I mean, it could just be one of the worst games of all time to watch. With uh, and maybe the unders the play. I don't the know. Total
1: is only thirty eight. Is that right?
0: Yeah, Shit, you, you got a total was... of thirty eight. So I mean, this is this is interesting because if the if the Texans weren't playing somebody else within their conference who also needs a quarterback, right?
1: Yeah, right. So yeah. if,
0: if – if, think about it. If the if the Bears lose and the Texans win, the Bears now have the Texans and the Colts as potential trade opportunities to, to dish Bryce Young for – and see what they can get for him. And, yeah. and potentially even someone like Seattle who, who uh, would love to get their name in the mix. So I don't know. I just – Texans are in pole position. If you – Find a way to find a way to dump it. You know, find a
1: find a way to lose. <laughs>
0: it's crazy. It's crazy. You know what they should do? I think the NFL should should re- reconfigure this thing. I'm, let's take the bottom four teams and put them in a college football style playoff, and whoever wins gets the number one pick. Why
1: don't they just do the NBA lottery with like the bottom six?
0: Yeah, I mean that that would help out in these games at the end where. I mean, there's no advantage to the Texans. What is the advantage for the Texans to win this game? Nothing it's gonna. At all. It's gonna cost. It's gonna cost them more money to get Bryce Young if they win. Yeah, so, you're actually right. Well, but you know, that said, like, there's no, there's no advantage to Indianapolis winning this game either.
1: So what a mess. Yeah.
0: Who who tanks harder? Uh <laughs> let's let's go to another tank game, Bob. Take us to Chicago where the Bears are getting 8 points at home against the Vikings. The over under in this game is 43.
1: Well, here's the interesting thing about this in my opinion, right? Who's going to play? Because the Vikings really don't need the win for anything. They're they got their first home game, you know, but they're not they can't get anything more than that throughout the playoffs. So, um it, the hard thing about this is the Bears have hung around in a lot of games, and I've said this over and over again the Vikings on the road scare the hell out of me. Um, so I mean, there's an inkling in mind to, to that the Bears will fight, um, and they will keep this thing within eight, um, and, and to take the home dog just because the Vikings really aren't playing for anything, um, where this is another you know division rival a big rivalry um i mean all in all i think the bears want to win i think they want to compete they got a bunch of young guys that are just out there flying around with their heads cut off they don't know what's happening so i you know give me give me the bears at home and the points and and roll with the home dog
0: i I like it you know bears plus eight at home uh you got nathan peterman uh starting at quarterback for the bears uh this weekend and 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 again the Bears are playing for the number 1 or the number 2 pick and I think that starting Nathan Peterman is a tip of the cap as to what they're doing. I think the Vikings are playing for a little bit. I mean Vikings and the 49ers are are they tied in the standings?
1: Yeah, but I don't think they can get home field advantage beyond the the first round.
0: Yeah, but you'd rather host the 49ers I think if you got past, or if if they got past the the, the Eagles than play them in San Francisco. So they are playing for just enough to where, and, and the Bears can't stop the run either. So uh, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to touch the points, but I, I would take this, What well, this is what I'm going to do here. I'm going to take the Bear, I'm going to take the Vikings on the money line and parlay it with the Colts on the money line for just say, you know what? Both these teams are laying down for the number one and number two picks in the draft. Um,
1: throw, because... throw the bear throw the bears in a teaser get this thing up to two touchdowns
0: okay they, they, All right. sneak,
1: you... they, may, they may get a sneaky one late if the vikings aren't you know if the, either the vikings are winning right and they don't want to risk anybody you know any injuries before they roll into the playoffs
0: yeah bears, so we're, a... we're going opposite directions on this yeah. one <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's
0: go to atlanta bob where tampa bay is getting four points the over overrun in this game is 40 and a half This might be my favorite uh, bet of the weekend. On the surface, it doesn't look like much is going on here. Tampa can't improve their playoff position, so one would think that they're going to rest a bunch of guys. But in 21 seasons, as a starter, Tom Brady has never gone under 500, and he's playing against Desmond Ryder, who has 85 career passing attempts in the NFL. I don't think Brady or any of his teammates – want to be part of the only team in his career that finished a season under 500 with a loss to that fucking guy. So, (laughs) you know, know, Todd Bowles has said they aren't resting anyone. They're probably going to, they're probably going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Give me the bucks plus four and on the money line here to finish above 500 you got any thoughts here bob i I love
1: it bo i agree with everything you said and i just want to add tom brady's the type of guy he gets what momentum can create right so you don't want to you don't want to go to atlanta and lose to that shitty ass football team and then turn around and have to play a playoff game right Mm -hmm. use this as a way to get better to get momentum before you walk into that first round playoff game so i'm I'm with you. Give me the bucks and the points.
0: I can, I cannot believe that they're getting points and like. I know. It's all, and you know what's crazy? I looked at the money. Most of the money is on Atlanta, which I love even more because that gives us a chance to get the fucking stripes on our side.
1: Yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah,
0: it's, it's um. He's never gone under 500. You tell me he's – it's just I, – I, this is my favorite he's, game of the day.
1: He's, he's too big of a competitor, man.
0: 100%. Let's go to Lambo, Bob. Love, love this game. This is going to be a really exciting game where the Lions are getting four and a half points against the Pack. The over-under in this game is 49.
1: Lambeau, at the end of the year, the, the, the Packers don't lose. They don't lose. Aaron Rodgers does not lose in December and January in the regular season at Lambeau. Now, I also have been a big fan of the Lions all year, and the way that and the way they've played. But I did you have the the full because everything is falling in line, correct for the Packers. Everything they need, right now. They just need to. They just need to win. Now they just need to win. Yeah. So you're going to give me Jared Goff against Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau in January in prime time, You know the one of the bigger games of the week. I'll tell ta- I'll give away the points and I'll take Aaron Rodgers the way they played last week against the Vikings and the way I mean that guy, he's just a different dude at the end of the year. And I don't, I know some people don't like him. Some people don't care for him. I don't give a shit at Lambeau at home with the playoffs on the line, Aaron Rodgers. I don't even have, it's not even about the Packers. It's all about Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wait and see how the Seahawks game shakes out. You know, if the Lions are going to have a chance in this one, Goff is going to need to play lights out. And I also think that they might need a little help from the Zebras here. But that said, Jared typically does not play well outside in cold weather. And, you know, Rogers aside, you know, you you already made all the points with Aaron and and his experience. and I just – I think the Packers run game gives this Detroit Lions defense some problems, which may make it even tougher – for Goff and the Lions to find a rhythm on offense, so uh, if if the Seahawks lose, I might take the Lions plus four and a half, just because I I, I feel like. the the zebras are going to do everything that they fucking can to try and not, not to say that Rogers and guys like Rogers and Brady, you know, haven't dealt and overcome those kinds of things before, because I think that's something that if anybody has the ability to overcome, it's Aaron, it's just, you know, I'm not going to bet this game until the end of the, the end of the night on Sunday. I want to see what, what happens and everything else so that I know exactly what's at stake before I make a decision on
1: it. I agree with you 100%. Wait until until we know the true scenario.
0: Yeah. Let's go to Pittsburgh, Bob, where the Steelers are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Browns. The over-under in this game is 40-and-a-half. Pittsburgh's a team on the rise with Kenny Pickett, who has two game-winning touchdown drives in his last two outings and a defense that has gotten healthy at the right time. Cleveland, on the other hand, seems to be a team with some turmoil – uh, Jadavian Clowney was dismissed from practice yesterday for saying he doesn't want to be in Cleveland next year. I think the NFL would like to see this Steelers team sneak into the playoffs. And in order for that to happen, the Jets and the Bills need to win. And there's a three-team parlay for you. Jets plus three, Bills minus 320, and Steelers minus four, uh, 140. And if you want to play that thing a, a little bit safer, maybe look to get it into a teaser. Bob, what are you thinking here?
1: I'm a big Kenny Pickett fan, man. He he played his ass off in their last game. And and you you're right about not just the defense is starting to play well, but Najee Davenport's starting to play well finally. He was pretty yeah. slow throughout the beginning of the year. I know that because he was on my fantasy team and he was dog shit for about the <laughs> first half of the season. But now he's uh he stepped up his game. They got they got everything clicking, man. And I and you're right, Cleveland is just shit. Cleveland's Cleveland. Right. Yeah. And, um, this being and, in, in Pittsburgh, you know, I, I, I like the Steelers a lot. And, and I think another thing to add to this, I think the NFL is a big Mike Tomlin fan. Yeah. Right. And and they would love to see him get in the playoffs as well.
0: And, and, and I mean, the lock of the fucking week might be Bill's money line over the Pats in Buffalo after everything yeah. that that team has just dealt with. Um, that might be the lock of the week. And so I like using that game to parlay with a bunch of other things that I think might shake down. And, and, and you got uh, old Joe Flacco is going to be getting the start for the talk, talk about it. Talk about an interesting matchup. You got Joe Flacco starting for the jets against uh I don't even know the the third string guy's name for the Dolphins, but Bridgewater's not playing. Two is out. Oh, the, yeah. Two is two is out. Um and the and the Jets are getting 3. I just think their defense can win that game plus 3 alone against a third string QB. I can't even remember the guy's name, but um, I'm trying to
1: look right now.
0: The more that I think about it, I love that three team parlay and that's, you know, you got a chance to get like a plus 400 or 500 on that deal.
1: Whoever football. Skyler whoever Skyler Thompson is, that's who's, uh Yeah, I have seen
0: I've seen him play one time this year. Uh I can't remember where he's from. But I have no idea. Joe Joe Flacco's a guy that's Flacco, okay. He's he's got a Super Bowl, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, with Baltimore.
0: Yeah. I mean against the forty ers didn't wasn't he the quarterback when they when they beat the Niners in the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean he's the problem is is once he played one game this year, I don't think he played much last year. It's just been a while since he's been – I mean, look at look at the way they, the Colts were like, well, I'll just throw Nick Foles back in the mix. I mean, he looked like dog shit too. Like yeah. He couldn't even – he was terrible. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting one, Flacco. But the Dolphins are still good. I mean, they still got a bunch of weapons around them. Yeah. Uh, even though there's some guy I never heard of playing quarterback.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I, I like the Jets defense um, as well. Yeah, they're, they're really, solid. Yeah, those guys are going to play hard. Um, I mean, give me the Steelers to make the playoffs. That's the only thing I'm going on here. Is I think that, like you said, Mike Tom, of all, all the teams that are that are right there, Patriots, I don't see it. No. Nah. Dolphins. Does the league really want a? a that team in the playoffs right now without Tua, I don't think that that's something that's going to happen. So, yeah, give me that three-team parlay. I like it. Uh, Let's close this thing out in SoFi for the national championship where TCU is getting 12.5 points against Georgia. The over-under in this game is 63. What are we thinking, Bob?
1: Give me the over. (laughs) Over.
0: Uh, Give me the over. Uh. (laughs) So basically, basically it's just, you're going to throw, you're going to throw a hundred bucks at this thing for a little bit of fun on Monday. Oh
1: man. You know, I, I took the over in both the, the semifinal games and they were just, they got, they crushed that number, both games. Um, I think a lot of points will be scored again. You know, I said this last week, I would love to see TCU win. I, I don't, I don't know if they can hang with, with Georgia, but you look at, a Michigan team that blew the doors off of Ohio state and TCU beat up on Michigan pretty well. Um, now I know there was a couple calls, whatever, but they, they took advantage of it when they had the opportunity. Um, gosh, I just, in my, in my gut, I don't feel like 12 or 12 and a half is enough, um, to, to, to put money on it. Now, if I've, you know, if I want to roll this in with some some NFL action and 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 tease it down sure maybe but I'll I'll take the over. I think I, th- I think that all these playoff games there's a ton of to, ton of points scored. They want to see points scored. They want people intrigued watching this stuff. So um yeah, uh, gosh, I I would love 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 to see TCU win for multiple reasons. Just they're not, you know, one of the blue bloods. They're not the team that's there every year. And then, hell, at the end of the day, I want them to win because I want Prime's first game to be in Fort Worth against the defending national champs next year.
0: we're going. For the Buffs. We coming. We coming,
1: coming. yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know, man. Gosh, I would – this is one of those games, though, Bo, in my opinion, where, right, don't touch the the spread. I'll, I'll take the over. Give me it. But don't touch the spread until it starts and see which way it swings to begin yeah. and, 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 where that line moves, if you like it one way or the other to, to get a live bet in, right. If Georgia, if Georgia goes down and scores first and this thing goes to 18 or 19 plus 18 or 19, you know, I may, I may jump on the frogs yeah. or vice or vice versa, right. If TCU goes down and, and gets on the board early and, and now it's only a touchdown game for Georgia. So it's just, I don't, I don't love the spread to do it before the game starts, but um I think they're going to score a lot of points.
0: Yeah. I like that strategy of trying to beat the line without paying to beat it um, one way or the other and and maybe catching something on the live or at halftime. I I will say this, uh, man, when we're talking about college athletes, these are still kids uh, and hope and doubt come and go so fast with these kids. And, Two fourth down stops on the goal line early in that game. The doubt starts creeping in for Michigan and the hope starts creeping in for TCU. Like that game needed to go perfectly in order for TCU to come out on top with the win. And they still barely pulled it off. Um, That said, I don't want to take anything away from them because they, they like they're gritty and they fight and they've been in every single game that they've played this year. So, you know, one could argue that they're going to find a way to be in this game as well. I just think that, you know, Georgia is a different animal on defense. And,
1: yeah, they are. Yeah.
0: And if, if Georgia gets a lead, if Georgia gets a, a 10 point, 14 point lead, this thing could get ugly real fast. Uh, Mattress Mac put 1.5 million on the Frogs money line. Now he's he's a Texas guy and and a bunch of people will probably follow that action which which I think Vegas will love. Should
1: what's that ready? money what's that money line number? You got it in front of you?
0: You know, hold on. I'll pull it up. I, I don't even think I don't even think I can get a money line action on that. It's oh, fun. really? Shit, it's, it's plus 350. That's not that great. It should be closer to plus, like, 500. I yeah, I agree. Um, um, 12 and a half. I, I'm, not, I'm not touching this game. Uh, I, I hate laying double digits. If I was going to bet it, you know what? I, I did lay double digits on LSU. Minus 14 and a half or whatever it was against uh, – and I bought the hook down to 14. Purdue, against, yeah. Against Purdue, which was, a, which was the fucking biggest layup of the season. And they yeah, were up, they were up like thirty five nothing in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, that was an ass whooping. Uh, Maybe Drew Brees doesn't know how to coach.
0: Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> you, you can't just come off the couch and expect to do well. <laughs> Although Jeff Saturday hasn't done that bad of a job That's up true. there in India. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, this this game is is shit. I would love to see TCU win the game. I just it it, it would just be awesome. I just don't see it but I don't either. Shit, I've been wrong before, so I, it's definitely going to be I hope that they I hope it's entertaining because I could see this one getting out of hand.
1: I think a fun bet, right? If this line moves and if the money line moves to 450 or 500, I mean, if you're at a good place, you're having fun, throw 50 or 100 bucks on the money line on TCU and try to have yeah. a good time and see if they can pull this out of their ass.
0: Yeah, we've we've seen TCU come come back against baylor and against kansas state from down a lot if they go down a lot in this game there's no coming back no, that's so they, a different they, team yeah they need to be on point point. Uh, and, and same thing if if in that michigan game like they needed to jump out and put a little bit of pressure and doubt starts if you can create a little bit of doubt in the mind of the guys on the other team it's so psychological it's with NFL, it's not as big of a deal because you're dealing with grown men. But in college, right. these kids they're they're still learning how to be men. They're still learning how to deal with adversity. And when doubt starts creeping in, that's when you see dropped passes that wouldn't normally be dropped passes, and um, you know shanks from the punter or a kickoff out of bounds from the from the kicker. Which really, like those little mistakes like that, really shift to get the momentum of a game and and make it really tough to come back from and georgia has the experience to where i don't see um them being being as affected by it so hopefully tcu keeps it close and we got a game there that's all the time we have for you guys today thanks to all you listeners for tuning in if you enjoyed the show please do us a solid and hit that youtube subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes and follow us on Instagram or on the Action app, uh, where both of us are now making our plays. It's a really cool uh, social media app for gamblers that they've built there, and it tracks all your plays. and You can throw one to three units, or if you're in a state that actually has uh, legalized gambling, they'll track your action through the apps like DraftKings and Barstool and uh, whatever else is out there. Good luck this weekend, Bob. Um, I, I haven't made a decision on whether or not I'm going to head to SoFire uh, yet. Uh, that'll probably be determined by um, whether or not I have some decent luck this weekend.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I hope you have some luck, man. You get over there.
0: it be All right, cool. Buddy.
1: All right, bro. Have a good weekend, man.
0: Take care.
1: Later.